If the police ever get a hold of this laptop. <laughs> oh god, no. <laughs> like, why was why was Emco looking up puberty and Disney princesses? <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, the podcast that reminds you of your favorite Mexican restaurant when it's four o'clock in the morning and you're super, super drunk and you're trying to prevent a hangover with your good friends, M. Cole and Skanky. How's it going today, Skanky? That was an oddly specific uh, <laughs> I mean, example. I'm, Did I'm you personally s- have that? I'm not saying that that happened last night, but if it did, I know that feeling. It's hypothetically. Like, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, there's a reason why people love Taco Bell, even though it's terrible. <laughs> like, I've never been to Taco Bell. You've never been to Taco Bell? No, never. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, no, I've never been to Taco Bell. I'm not into like fast food, really. I don't eat a lot of fast food. I know, but like, have you ever had McDonald's? Yeah, I've had McDonald's, but have the you last ever had time... Wendy's? Once. Have you ever had Burger King? Yes. This is blowing my mind. And this is Gabala made me try White Castle a couple oh, of years I ago. I love White Castle. I love Gabala. <laughs> <laughs> Two things that you love. <laughs> do they cancel each other out or do they just create extra love? They create extra love. Like okay. I, I've I've like I already thought Gabala was like one of the greatest people in the world, and now it's even more so. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, so, um, oh, by the way, it's like, we could get this on public record, even though I probably shouldn't say this out loud in public. Uh, okay. Um, uh, I sent Gabla stickers and I sent some extras that she can decide whether or not she wants to give them to you. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> just a heads up. So there are some out there oh, over thanks. on the East Coast for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell Gabla about that. She'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> like, I hear, I hear you might have stickers for me. <laughs> heard you have some extra ones. Wait, those are extra for you? Oh, man. Did you designate yeah. in the letter that these were extra for me? I put in I put in a letter uh, that I said here are some stickers. I threw in some extras in case you wanted to share with Skanky. Oh well, I don't wish you wouldn't. Well, now I'm going to be sad if I don't get any. Well, let's see what happens. No, no, hold on. No, no, she's behind a, on the podcast, so she won't hear this. She won't hear this for yeah. So we can so let's, let's we can see. really test it out. We'll be we'll be mum about it. Let's see. <laughs> like, let's let's see what happens here. This should be good. This should should be good. I'll so. update you guys next week. <laughs> To see if see if Skanky got got his stickers. See but if Skanky know, gets the stickers. Yes, but you don't know how long I, how long ago I sent them out. What if it was like a month and I was just been waiting for you to say thanks for the stickers, Uncle? Like, oh, that'd be sad. <laughs> right? That'd be sad. Oh. I, I know you sent them out recently though, so we're fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I did send them out recently. <laughs> I, I how quickly they crumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. I mean, I did promise that I was gonna send these things out like uh, November sixteenth. I only know that because I. Had to go back to find people's addresses I had to scroll all the way back and i was like november 16th i was like oh shit i was like man it's been like over two months since i promised i would send people stickers this so, guy i know i know i'm terrible i'm terrible it's okay hey, you're sending out free stuff that's cool yeah yeah it's i i, I just i i love i love going down to like the mailbox with like a giant stack of envelopes and uh putting them in there and like the happiness that people get it's really cool because like everyone tends to get them around the same time so like a lot of people got them on friday and so i got lots of nice messages from people and it made friday like really awesome 
but so That's it was worth so it. nice. Hey, people. Yeah. Keeping the post office in business. Ex- yeah, GT thanks you. Mm-hmm. Love GT. What a nice guy. Yeah. Good hug. Oh, I don't know that. Cause I yeah, because you didn't go to TwitchCon, you jerk. <sighs> I know. It's all right. We won't see you there next year either. We don't know that yet. Have they announced dates? No, they haven't. Oh, I hear but I'll just be, assume. I hear it's going to be in uh, San Jose. Really? Is that a rumor or a thing? That's a rumor. Oh, rumor. Okay. It's a rumor. They haven't officially announced. That'd be interesting. But I have it on good authority from TwitchCon. Oh, you, you know some people? You know some no, people? I know, I'm not cool enough to know people. I know people that know people. That know people. Who, <laughs> who might know someone. <laughs> who might know somebody. That Whose cousin I, might know the answer. Yeah, to like win TwitchCon will be. Yeah, it might, it might have been the it might have been a thing where it's like I recognize someone, I went up to give them a hug, and in the process of doing that, I overheard another conversation about this um, oh. on good authority. So you know the uh, the most uh, most uh, concrete sources. Wow, about. you have some really great sources. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Like I'm a cutting edge internet journalist, Skanky. I know <laughs> like, you're a Kotaku writer. <laughs> Ouch. Savage. <laughs> oh my god. And there goes my prospects of writing there. <laughs> right. We're just we're just cutting ourselves off at like on every turn. It's like, oh, G Fuel won't sponsor us. Why is and... it like ever since we started this podcast, we should rename this podcast to Burning Bridges. <laughs> yes. Like yes, that is our podcast. Exactly. We just dog shit about everything. Yeah, I think it's kind of things where like we um we take something a little too far where it's like you know you want to be authentic and show that you're not you're not captive to the man. No one can buy your opinion. And so yeah. like we're gonna show you you won't buy our opinion by shitting all over everything. <laughs> like don't <laughs> mind us. <laughs> by the way, great. this podcast sponsored by Tivana. Pick up your tea before we go bankrupt. Hurry up and go there. We could giant barrels. Please, <laughs> please go. buy out oh, our stock. <laughs> Didn't Tivana get bought by Starbucks? Yeah, a long time ago, and then now they're, now they're going out of business. <sighs> Must be Cutting tough. them off. You know, it's because uh, that one big streamer guy went with uh, Daggio for his tea blends. I think that's what. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> the Skanky Fan blends went to Adagio, and they were just like, "Well, we can't, we can't compete anymore." <laughs> that's uh... fascinating. Actually, a fascinating thing that I found on Adagio today because I was on their website. Mm-hmm. They have a section that is ba- that is Tivana based. Oh, really? So if you go there, and it's like. Tivana alternatives mm-hmm. oh, and they wow. give you all the Tivana teas and which one you can buy in Adagio that is exactly the same wow that's funny that's cool it actually is kind of cool yeah. that's good on them for capitalizing on that hell like yeah that. so it was, you go uh, Adagio you go Adagio x much pointy in chat <laughs> yes, no, I've been, I've, I should make some tea. You know, I got some. Uh, Socks sent me some amazing coffee, and really, it, it's so good that like. I think I want to set up something where, like, I just send socks money every month, and then he just mails me coffee. Like, it would be... a coffee monthly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Socks, pick out something nice for me, please. Thank you. Pick <laughs> like... out something nice. <laughs> no, but he did. He did. Uh, he did great research. He was asking me a bunch of questions about like flavor profiles and uh, like to make sure that he sent a a coffee that I'd really enjoy. And it was, I think, far exceeded my expectations. What are your coffee flavor profiles? 
So like there's there's the one that the one that I'm drinking right now, it has like this nice like full body chocolatey type flavor where like you have some other ones that might have more of like a citrusy berry type flavor. Um, And I'm not the biggest fan of those. I'm more like mine, like more like roasted, burnt chocolate, like just like big full mouthfeel type coffee. <laughs> okay. And that's that's what I have. It was Me so too. good. It's like so good that, that I was inviting people like in real life to like come on over to like my place so I can make them some coffee. Hey. It's like you want to come over? I can make you coffee real quick. I it's really good. They have a really good out, before I go out. It'll be it'll be perfect. <laughs> Just it'll be great. So. When I drank coffee, I liked the same kind. Oh yeah? I don't like the citrusy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, know. I want to try it again. I'm a big I'm a big fan of trying new stuff again. Like just oh. ex- expanding my palate. I like trying new stuff again. As <laughs> like, M. Cole went through a phase where he didn't like trying new things, but now he's back on it. <laughs> that phase was like 15 to 28, all right? <laughs> That's a long phase. It was literally puberty. <laughs> yeah puberty that ends at like 25 (laughs) yeah yeah right it's like i'm finally finally becoming a man (laughs) wait can't some people go through puberty until they're 25 no way i think people yeah i think you can possibly no way hold on wikipedia wikipedia (laughs) puberty (laughs) oh i never thought we'd get here (laughs) we already have two solid intros for this episode We have the burning bridges, and we have the Wikipedia puberty. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man. Um. So what does Wikipedia say? It says, uh, "End puberty uh, on average. Girls begin puberty around ages ten to eleven, and end puberty around fifteen to seventeen. Boys begin around ages eleven to twelve, and end around sixteen to seventeen. It doesn't oh, say." Really? Yeah, it doesn't say if there's anyone that does last, but like I, I mean, hypothetically, you could, I guess, right? Like, but I feel like it's very rare and outside the norm. I'm sure it's rare. I thought that like boys could go, like puberty could go until they're 21 plus. Oh, oh no, there's a chart I'm looking at right now. Oh, um, and the it's like it's a green bar showing puberty. It's lighter in the areas of where like I guess less people are in there. Uh-huh. Um. And it's uh, it's definitely the green bar stops at twenty. So I think oh. like so like maybe someone will be like twenty twenty one um in a very faded green bar area, but in general, no one's over the age of twenty when they're still in puberty. Got it. All right, yeah. more you know. The more you know. learning so much. <laughs> I I uh. Every once in a while, like we record the podcast, especially if we do it on, uh, especially if we do it on like a Sunday or something, um, we'll record the podcast and then I will, I'll leave my computer and not come back to it for a few days. And when I come back, I was like random Wikipedia pages up and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, we did talk about puberty, puberty, and it does say pubic hair in <laughs> big bold letters on my screen right now. <laughs> like, come back, like what the hell was I doing? <laughs> so if the police yeah. ever get a hold of this laptop. <laughs> oh god no <laughs> like, why was why was emco looking up puberty and disney princesses <laughs> like, <laughs> like like oh my god no <laughs> the definition of incriminating material <laughs> oh my god 
Oh my god! I'm just like flashing back to my law school days when I was taking like trial advocacy, and they're like, "Don't ever tweet anything that you don't want to see up on the wall of a courtroom." And now that's what I'm flashing uh. back to right now. I'm like, "Don't ever browse to a series of Wikipedia articles that look really bad together." <laughs> like, uh. Oh man. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, but, well it's fine. It's okay. Everything's everything's good. It's, it's not okay because do you realize what my defense has to be? I have to submit into evidence episode fifty six of the Shenantics podcast. And I <laughs> think I'm then... named <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I think I'm then going to jail. <laughs> like I think Am I gonna have to be a witness? You might have to be a witness. You might have to corroborate uh of this. There'll be some. I knew it for stuff. years. <laughs> he was a creep. <laughs> he was a creep. I didn't say anything because he threatened me. <laughs> Oh, this is going terribly. This is going- <laughs> I know, this is all bad. I'm just kidding. I'm Cole's a nice guy. So if next week's episode Shenantics doesn't go live, they know why. I'm- you know. <laughs> and I'm Cole's arrested. Exactly. It's like, oh, all fun and games until I'm Do Cole. I find a new co-host? I don't know. <laughs> On this season of Shenantics, I'm yeah, Cole. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so no, that was, that was, that was great. <laughs> All right, so maybe you want to clear your history on that one. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're doing, we're using incognito mode from now on. Get a, get a new laptop. All right, <laughs> so let's just burn it. Let's just <laughs> just get get a, get a drill and drill a couple of holes in your hard drive. That makes it look so much worse. I feel like ah, you just you, you hire some guys and they'll dispose of it for you. You know. Could I turn it into a talking point where like I drill holes in it and I just like leave it on the side table in my living room and people are like. Uh, what's with the laptop? Like, don't talk about it. It's an art piece. <laughs> it's an art piece. Just do I not paid try and forty million dollars for it. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna sell it for so much money. You have no idea. Wow, that so. would be a good art piece. You could really do like you'd be like, it's all about technology and its impermanence. <laughs> yes. You could use it for your thesis project for your master's in fine art. Ooh, maybe I'll have to do that. <laughs> We're going go, to art school. No, I was just about to say, we're going back to school. Skate, you back to school. I'm going back to school. It's, good. it's great. It's M Call does art school. M Call does art school. I love it. Oh, I'd be so bad in art school. You'd wear a scarf. I already wear a scarf. You could, like, 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 you know, like a director wears a scarf, like, even yeah. if it's not cold. Does it you have wear to a be? Scarf and... I imagine director scarves are always gray. Do they have to be gray or can I go flamboyant? They, they could be color? red. They could be red. Okay. I feel like directors red. wear red scarves. Yeah. Can I go like a teal? Sure, if it complements your eyes. I, I think it does. Okay, I then yeah, you can do that. That's fine. Yeah. You have blue eyes, right? Yes. Yeah, because I, I remember once we, we were streaming and I think we stared into the cameras for each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny way of remembering my eye color. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have blue eyes, although some people... Um, there's a debate over whether my eyes are blue or not, but it says on my license that they're blue. So <laughs> the get fish, at me. the official record. So I mean, the, the government way, says so. Exactly. The only way to know is you have to send me a picture of your license. We're going to post on the Shenantics website. So. Oh, that's a great idea. I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> It'll be right on over. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm just taking a picture of it right now. Say, yeah. so, all right, guys. It's been another episode of Shenantics. <laughs> And that's when we never heard from Skaggy again. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I, I'm going to look terrible. If you go missing and they're like, let's go back. We listen to it. We look at my, his browsing history. I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I'm going to jail. I'm just completely going well, to jail. Well, I don't think so. Because, you know, we, we live in completely different places. It's true. Now, if we lived in the same city and I went missing, 
Mm-hmm. You know, Good call. I think I think like you know you'd you'd probably be going in to, for questioning. Yeah, yeah. So I should just stop buying random tickets to New York, like plane tickets to New York. No, right? you should. You should keep doing that. Okay, so I'll just throw them off the trail. You should. Well, wait. What do you throw? What? Tra- what? What trail? The murder trail. Are you trying to say that you're gonna hurt me? <laughs> no. 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 It's if because of the implication. Yeah, exactly. If I hurt you or murdered you, who would edit the podcast? Uh send your application to applications to shenanticspodcast at gmail.com for a possible editing position in the near future. <laughs> If one of us like disappeared, we wouldn't be able to produce the podcast. That's true. It's I'll be honest. I think about this sometimes. You think about like end of lifestyle for me? No, 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 no. Like, I mean, if you like, like, just disappeared one day, oh, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. know how to upload the podcast. Yeah, no, that's true. I have no idea how that works. That's true. I don't have access to the email account. Like, we very, we very much have like the suicide pact where we have different. Like, like if things. one of us leaves, it's over. Exactly, it's true. It's true. If one of us just disappears and stops talking to like, like goes a radio silent, like those shenanigans can't go out. It, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. You got to keep going, then I guess. <laughs> it just got really dark, like pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> we started joking about murder, and then we got all serious. <laughs> like, it was, it was great. So, <laughs> all right. Well, it's fine. Um, on a lighter note, Skinky. Yeah, light. I like the light notes. Uh, last week, I think something, something. Big happened related to shenanigans topics. Wow, so we've okay. we're more than a year in, so we now at least have enough episodes that we've talked about things that when future things happen, we can kind of throw back to something we talked about in the past. Oh, I like think. this American Life or something. Yeah, exactly. Cue the music. That was what the hell was that? <laughs> that was the throwback. That was like music. a caveman <laughs> chant. <laughs> we made fire. <laughs> 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 Exactly. Perfect. See, cavemen's are history. We're talking about the history. Anyways. <laughs> um, so one thing that we talk about uh, quite a few times, actually, is early access games um, and, you know, kind of the shittiness of early access games. And yes. there's a few things that you and I always point out when we talk about good examples of video game development and early access. And like one example is Stardew Valley, where they didn't go early access, just went full release and was an amazing game. Um, but one of like our... I would say like the shenantic shining stars of early access was always Subnautica. And that game went full release last week. It did. Which is epic, which makes it even more so a a great example of the early access system because not only did they use the early access system appropriately, in my opinion, where they developed it, fixed bugs, added content, but they actually got it to a full release and released a 1.0 full-fledged game, which was pretty awesome. And I played it, and it's really good so far. You have played it? Yeah, I streamed nice. it a little bit um, on... I think Friday. When, when did I stream it last? Was it Friday? No, I think it was um, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, you didn't stream on Friday because you were busy. Um, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday okay. I played it. Yeah. So because you... I tried playing another game that was early access, and the servers were down. Yeah, which one was that? Because you also you got on that game afterwards, right? Like off stream? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's called Battalion 1944. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, and it's very, very fun. 
All right. Two things. Let's start with Battalion, then we'll go back to Subnautica. What is Battalion okay. 1944 or whatever? Okay, so it's like uh, Call of Duty 2 mixed with CSGO. Okay. And it's just like a really plain FPS, like, yeah, it, it's just really plain mm, and nice. simple. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, it's like it's competitive and fun. And yeah, that's really, it's not, there's not much to really explain. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have, they're, they're starting competitive servers up soon. Right now, everything is like unranked. Mm-hmm. So everyone's just kind of learning the game. And it's, you know, it's like different maps. And you have to, you're either on defense or offense. And you have to go and plant the bomb in a specific amount of time or defend your bomb sites. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whoever, either the bomb explodes at the end or if you kill the entire t- opposite team, then you win the round. And I think it goes for like 13 rounds or something. Okay. Cool. And then you switch sides. So yeah, it's... um. It's really fun. Nice. It's really fun as long as you get to a game. <laughs> yeah. Now, as a non-FPS person, that like my my FPS is Overwatch. Like that's all I play. Um, uh-huh. Why? What's? Why would you play this instead of Call of Duty or CS:GO or something? Because Call of Duty is different now. Mm-hmm. Especially because this is a PC game, mm-hmm. and Call of Duty really shines on console. Okay. And the PC community for uh, Call of Duty, they, they're not really like a thing for newer CODs. A lot of people still play old Call of Duties on PC, mm-hmm. and they have a thing called Pro Mod servers, mm-hmm. um, which are like they make it very very simple. Like they make they simple. They, I know it'd be kind of impossible to simplify Call of Duty, but Pro Mod s- simplifies Call of Duty even more. Okay. So it makes it even more competitive on PC. So there's a whole, there's a load, like a huge community of people mm-hmm. who still do that. Now, COD 2 is a very, very popular Call of Duty because it was so simple mm-hmm. and straightforward and to the point. But the servers for that shut down a couple, I think a year or two mm-hmm. ago. Okay. So those people have been playing a lot of Call of Duty 4 Pro Mod, which mm-hmm. is like almost the same thing, but not obviously the same. Uh, so a lot of people, all those people are jumping on this game now because it's like Call of Duty 2 and very simplistic and mm-hmm. they just want to be able to shoot people. Now, yeah. CSGO is a lot different because there is, CSGO is actually pretty complicated mm-hmm. because you need to learn recoil patterns and uh, a whole bunch of other crap. Like you need to really learn the game mm-hmm. uh, and you do need to learn Battalion but there's no recoil patterns right now. Okay. Um, and there's no like sway of the scopes and snipers or anything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't think, well, there isn't that in CSGO either, but yeah, but you get the point. Like it's, it's still a little bit more complicated and CSGO is like kind of dying a little mm-hmm. bit. I feel like. Yeah. like not a lot, not as many people are playing it as mm-hmm. there were like a year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's just cool to play like a really simple FPS game that you're good at i guess yeah nice and are you you gonna stream this game some more like as like as things stabilize or is it just kind of like maybe a one-off or something like that yeah i'll definitely stream it cool they already have they already had a freaking uh esports competition on this game really yeah it's been out for two days that's or three four days and they already have teams and people competing 
Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nuts. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really fun. I'll definitely be streaming it again. Nice. How much is it? It is $14, I think. Yeah, it's $14. $14. Uh, I think it's on sale right now. Hmm. I think. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, $13.49. I might have to. It's on sale for a uh, buck fifty <laughs> off. Yeah, $1.50 off. Get it while you can. I'm going to have to check this out. I'm going to have to check this out. Will you let really? me play FPS games with you? Uh, yeah, of course. Because, like, you're good and, like, competitive and stuff. I would love to play an FPS game with you. I'm gonna have to get this. I'm gonna have to try this out with you. Really? You you would get this? Maybe. I'm not a big FPS person. It kind of makes me a little excited, because I, I would never see you playing a game like this. I now regret everything. Um, no, I could. I feel like I could. Now I regret everything. <laughs> like, oh my god, I got my friend excited. <laughs> Shit, I made a mistake. Um... Oh, it's, made, it's publisher of Square Enix. Okay. Developed yeah, by Bulkhead Interactive. I think the developer is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, they're very, very small. Like a really, really small indie studio. Mm -hmm. um, and That's where I recognize. They did the Turing test, I think. I don't know what that is. It's oh. a game. It's a puzzle type mm. game. Ah. So. Yes, they did. Yeah. You like puzzle games. Love puzzle games. But anyways, I'm assuming this is just puzzle game in first person shooter form, but yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> if that makes you buy it, yes. Um yes. I think it's 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 just a fun, cool little simple FPS shooter that is cool. As long as you get they're fixing the servers a lot right now because yeah. obviously, you know, the first day they, they didn't expect so many people to be playing it. Mm-hmm. And um they're, the studio is really open. Like they've been saying like all the problems and been telling people like constantly about what's going on and what they're making better and everything. So I think that's really nice. Yeah, it is really so nice. As long as they're as long as they're being open about it. Yeah, no, that is really nice. Um very cool. Yeah. How did you hear about this game? I heard about this game um I think Lyric mentioned that he was going to play it okay. and then I wasn't able to watch it and then mm -hmm. I watched a little bit of Shroud playing it. Um, And then it was pretty much all on Twitter because a lot of Call of Duty, like I follow a lot of Call of Duty people on there and they were talking all about uh, Battalion and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like looking up the game and I tried to get into the beta but mm -hmm. um, I couldn't okay because there were so many people trying to get into it yeah so then the game released and i was like ah fuck it we're gonna do it and then i couldn't play a game for like a day because the servers were like destroyed mm -hmm. uh so then i finally got in like okay. a couple of days ago and played a couple games and it's real fun nice nice I, yeah uh, purchased we'll download sometime this week but you just bought it yeah i just bought it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> battalion 19 i'm gonna i'll send you so when are we playing uh, never. We, I don't play games. <laughs> oh yeah, you just buy them. And <laughs> I just buy games. I collect. I, I, collect I buy them. games to look at them. Um, so hold on. <laughs> Got it. Uh, All right, great. I can't wait to play. There we go. I sent you a screen. Sent you a screenshot. <laughs> it's it's uploading. There we go. The best thing to do okay, when you're good. recording a podcast is just <laughs> take a bandwidth for other things. <laughs> Perfect. So, but yeah, no, I'll I'll definitely download it. So okay, um, I'm excited. Are you streaming next weekend. Uh, yeah. 
Maybe. Maybe I'll see if I can get my butt out of bed if you're going to stream it on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I'll stream it on Saturday so. if you want to play it with me. All right. We'll chat. We'll chat this week. We'll chat this yes! week. We also got to get... We also gotta get uh, Doki Doki Literature Club done at some point. I know we have to do that. I know yeah. that's 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 important. Yeah, too. No, I want to listen to that. So, but yeah, we'll get we'll get done. So, um, anyways, back to uh, the one that started this all, uh, Subnautica. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you played a little bit of it. Um, how are you liking it so far? You played it before too, didn't you? I played it a very long time ago mm-hmm. in the beta mm-hmm. when, uh, like on Saturdays, I used to play it. Yeah, I think or something. Yeah, yeah. Or I think even during the week, I used to play it. And mm-hmm. um, I really like Subnautica. It's a really really fun game. And I like the progression in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't played it in so long. So when I when I finally opened it up, I mean, the graphics overhaul that they did is so good. Yeah, because they did that, well, I think it was like a month or two before this release. That is when yeah. they did the big graphics overhaul and stuff. And it's so beautiful. The game mm-hmm. really came out beautiful looking. And the story so far um, is, you know, kind of like what they had so mm-hmm, far mm-hmm. in the original alpha beta thing. But mm-hmm. um, I could see it developing a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of like, you know, do your own thing, figure it out at your own pace. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been really kind of fun yeah. so far. It's been good. I feel like it has a nice mix of game elements that like people find enjoyable, like part sandbox, part like there is like a kind of a story to it. Um, I like that it's because it's got like the kind of creepy underwaterness, so it has a little bit of the jump scare in it, um, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. But like it's just got like a nice mix of uh, various things. Um, with the graphics overhaul, like the game wasn't ugly before, and so it's kind of I think that's one thing. Like when we talk about it being a great example of an early release game, one thing that's kind of cool is that it took all these years to develop and then like obviously graphics have progressed overall in the industry from when they started to release and so it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to see that i like the way they developed it right you have a good looking game you add in features and you you know polish the game going forward and then before release it's like well these graphics are what the graphics were you know four years ago three years ago or whatever so well, well let's push a graphics update so that we can bring them into line with what it would be um, one that's actually getting released. So I really, like I said, I really think they did a fantastic job with the, yeah. with the release of this game. Um, yeah, it did look really like it looked fine before. Yeah, yeah. But so. it's kind of cool to see them, uh, you know, improving it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I used to, I used to watch tons of like when Maltitis was streaming. Um, he streamed a lot of Subnautica, and it was just, it mm-hmm. was a, bl- it was a blast watching it back then. So, um, I, I should watch some more uh, Subnautica. It's some good stuff. You should some good good stuff and now one of our other favorite games of all time is leaving early access to full release daisy <laughs> when that happens we know that hell has froze over <laughs> right uh what's a, what's our other favorite game the forest is releasing real no way really yeah in april oh wow that's cool and I if you like don't already have it you should buy it now because it's going to be increasing in price when it's full release yeah I, I do recommend the forest that game is a lot of fun that game is, is a fun lot game. of fun and the co-op in that game is just it's fun it's a blast like i have so many good memories like playing with you playing with jittery um one time rags that was like what me jittery brubaka and rags i think we're all on a server um and we're going the into gazebo <laughs> the gazebo like that, that one of the strongest standing things um is the freaking when i was building me and sledge were building gazebos <laughs> behind <laughs> jittery's back oh my you god you building another gazebo <laughs> yeah, exactly oh my god it still makes me laugh it's great because like she, she, jittery tweeted out a picture she's like 
She's like, I'm shopping for houses that I can't fucking escape M. Cole. And it's a picture of a gazebo on one of the house listings. I'm just like, oh, I love it so much. It's, it's honestly my favorite thing in the entire oh, world. That's so funny. Oh, man. Um, but one of the times we're playing, uh, we're going into the cave system and Rags is like losing her shit freaking out because she's like, this yeah. is just like the descent. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, the um, movie that came out in like 2006 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was, oh my God, it was just, it was so much fun. I That game is, it really is great. Grab a few friends. Um, start up a multiplayer, uh, a land or not a land, whatever it is. You know the multiplayer type thing. You don't have to have an actual server, um, but start up a multiplayer game and play that, and you guys will have a, an amazing time. It so, is really fun. Yeah, it is. It is good. But oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I'm excited. Me too. Maybe I'll finally be able to go through the door that I uh, spent all the time trying to get to and couldn't go through. <laughs> maybe would it suck if they do like full release so like you still can't go through the door you're like eh, we didn't think <laughs> it was that end. important yeah, exactly. black. yeah. <laughs> like what is this hello neighbor what the fuck is going oh. on oh man why do you even have to bring up that game <laughs> i saw it at like pack salt i sent you a picture i know like, game of the year <laughs> Game of the year right there. Oh my god. No, I, I love can't it. escape that game. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh so speaking of games, Skanky. Uh-huh. I have a hypothetical I want to pose to you. Okay. I can hopefully answer it. I, I think I maybe you maybe you can't. I spend a lot oh. of time thinking about this for someone that this does not apply to, maybe ever. Uh-huh. Um, which is which is weird. Alright, so hypothetically. You're pregnant, and you're going. <gasps> I know. It's, uh, you're, you're, I didn't even know. I know. I, I just. I had a six. How did you it. know? It was. I. I. I'm your doctor. You're my doctor <laughs> and my lawyer. God, how much money are you making? <laughs> how much schooling did you go through? <laughs> I've been yeah. in school for 30 years. <laughs> Funny thing is, is, I was kind of like, I would I would consider going back to school to become a doctor, but I get really like squicked out by body, like internal body stuff. And so I'm like, I don't think <laughs> I would survive medical school. <laughs> like, that might be a bit tough. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't think I'll ever become a doctor, unfortunately. Oh, man. I just want to collect all the degrees. That's just, that's. I you want, want to get them all. Yeah, exactly. I'm a lifelong <laughs> student. So, um, but no, so you're pregnant and uh, you're going to have. You're going to have a kid. And I read this article a few years ago about, about raising, raising children. Um, and obviously the most important way is raising them re in relation to uh, video games and how you bring kids up. Like if they do enjoy video games, obviously not forcing them to like do something that they're not into, but if they like video games. What is the best way to kind of introduce and teach your kids about video games? Um, and so I'm going to tell you about what this guy did, and I want to see what you, what your opinions are on these for future baby skanky that's uh, going to be here in nine months. If you're going to take mm -hmm. a similar route, or if you think that there's any like downsides or pitfalls to this, um, and so there will be a link to the article in the show notes. And so what this guy did is he he's a big big video game person. Um, he's an author on the internet. I believe he's. It's, his name is Andy Bio. I think he started Kickstarter um, or helped co-found Kickstarter. I don't remember exactly. It says on his website. Um, but he also had a site called Waxy.org. And he posted an article to Medium a few years back about 
um, when he was raising his kid and raising them on video games. And what he did is what he wanted to do is he wanted to raise his kids almost like chronologically on video games through the history of video games. The idea being that like you'll introduce them at like Atari and then move on to SNES or NES and SNES, like PlayStation one, PlayStation two, and kind of go through the various generations and the kids get to experience it that way. And so as they get to modern games, they have more of an appreciation having lived through the history of video games compared to if you just threw them in on whatever the modern games are. And then over time they retroactively went back and learned about what the history of video games are. And so, like, you kind of, at each point, and especially, like, at big moments in each of the various gaming generations, you kind of learn about, like, what the important ones are and what they brought to the world of video games. And so... He started his kid out on like the Atari and then uh, moved over to like arcade games that you can get and, you know, you can buy like the little system that you plug in the TV and be able to play Pac-Man, all that kind of stuff. Um, moved on to uh, NES, SNES, N64. And then through each one, like they kind of played until like they kind of got bored of that generation and moved on trying to make sure they hit each of like. I would say the big name pinnacle ones of each generation. So like obviously NES, you're playing Super Mario Brothers, SNES, you're gonna play Super Mario World, um, N64, you gotta make sure you hit up Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, you hit the Zeldas on the earlier ones too, um, all the way up through current generation. I think he started it when the kid was like four or five. Um, and did a little thing where it was like play co-op, right? Like in difficult parts, he would, you know, take over and help through if the kid needed it. But then eventually uh, his kid far surpassed his ability and is much better at video games um, than he is. And so the two things is, what do you think about this way of raising a kid? And if you were to do it, are there any games that you would make sure that you, like you and your future baby skanky would uh, play together? Mm. Um. First, I think it's really important to say this guy co-founded Kickstarter. I believe so. All right, so he's like a millionaire, right? <laughs> he's got so, he's got money and time. <laughs> he's got all the time in the world. <laughs> True. This guy is so bored <laughs> that he decided, <laughs> "Hey, you know what? Oh, I sit God. at home all day. I'm just gonna make my kid play video games, and I write an article about it on Medium." <laughs> It'll be great. Yes, he he helped build Kickstarter. Um, he makes he like I said the website waxy.org, the XOXO conference. Uh, there was a service called Upcoming that Yahoo bought and then got sunsetted and destroyed with everything else with Yahoo. So he has a a big uh big uh history portfolio. With, yeah, with <laughs> with the web and technology stuff. Okay, uh, that's all jokes. But um, <laughs> uh, I would make my kid. Um, you know, I I really don't know. Like at the same at one point, one part of me is like, yeah, you know, I I guess I'll make them play video games, but like at the same time, like I don't know if it really matters all that much to go through like the history and stuff. Yeah, I mean, when okay, well, when I when I was a kid, I used to play on the Atari 2600. Mm -hmm. That was my mom's in my grandma's attic. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess it was like fun to play, but like if my mom was like, 
hey, you should go and play this thing. I guess he's not really forcing his kid no, to play no. it. No, it seems like it's his kid is interested, right? And like, because uh-huh. he, he started off with like one of his biggest fears is like, um, you know, what if the kid, <laughs> what if the kid wants to go outside and do sports instead of sit inside and play video games? He's like, what do I do then? Um, but yeah, it was definitely <laughs> like if he whatever the whatever his kid wanted to do, he's going to support that part. But when yeah. it turned out that his kid was interested in games, like he was like, all right, let's see, let's try and do it this way. Um, and kind of when around when you turn four, they'll start you off with like Atari and then spend a few weeks kind of going through various various things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I guess um, my kid's going to play all the classics. Mm-hmm. He's going to play um, uh, Call of Duty 4. No, two. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's going to play he's going to play Modern Warfare 2. Okay. And then I'm going to make him or her uh, listen, just listen to the toxicity in CSGO so that they get a really good, so hard enamel on the outside, you know? <laughs> um, then I want to make sure to put them into a class so that they can learn how to talk back to people online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's very important, <laughs> you know, uh, how to shit talk people. It's very important. Um, and then they'll play Stardew Valley. That's dad's favorite game. Um, we're gonna go play that. I gotta make them put in like another four hundred hours, like you did. Oh, minimum, minimum. minimum. They have to play four hours a night. Oh, don't forget about that homework. Okay. Um. Uh. In all seriousness, though, I guess I guess I would kind of. I I don't really have a lot of classic games that I would make them play. Like maybe I would get them a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, but like you know, I never played. I never really played Zelda as a kid. Mm-hmm. Or um, like I guess, yeah, the like uh, games in the Atari Twenty Six Hundred I played, and probably older than that, like on the N Sixty Four I played GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, GoldenEye. And I've played a lot of GameCube games, mm-hmm. but like I don't know if I would really make them play it necessarily. Like, hey, do you want to play? Like, if they want to play it, like, sure, I guess. But see, I would be especially because like there's a lot that I haven't played like through uh-huh. gaming history, I'd be like excited to be able to play those myself too. So I think that would even be, a, that'd be, that could be a cool bonding thing with your kid. If you, if you went through and it's, it's even more so if like you hadn't played the classics and you guys go through and beat the classics together. So then you get to experience these like great points in gaming history um, alongside with your kid. I think that'd be a cool thing to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that I guess that's kind of nice, you know. Mm-hmm. The hard thing is time. bonding. The hard thing is time. I don't, I don't know when. I already have a hard enough time fitting in all the games I want to play. Like to then also, you know, be able to go through and I don't know if I. How would I find the time to play with this this young this young four to six year old all these video games? I guess if I was um, if I was a yeah. stay at home dad, that'd be awesome. There you go. Maybe that's what I'll do if I ever the had the dream. Kid. Yeah, that'd be great. Just start a website like Kickstarter and make a million dollars or something, and you'd be yeah, fine. Exactly. Well, a couple million. You won't. Yeah, a million won't be enough. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> oh man, I wonder. Part of what I what I wonder though is um, how much, how much a video game is enticing on its own, and how much of it is you appreciate 
something based on what you've already played, right? So if like if you were to jump into video games today and having never seen like video games before, like don't know anything about the history, and you're introduced to things like Subnautica, um, Overwatch, like like things that are beautiful games with great graphics, um, do you necessarily like Stardew Valley that has a very different aesthetic? And a lot of what the aesthetic of that game is is kind of a throwback to other games. It's like an homage to games in the past um, that we've played and so when i look at it like i kind of wonder is like do i like stardew valley it is a gorgeous game i believe hands down um but it is part of that kind of my worldview having also grown up on games that had a similar aesthetic um or is it like if someone's just thrown in now they would find it just as beautiful and just as enjoyable like part of me thinks yes because i have seen like a good amount of kids that do like take to stardew valley like very well like they absolutely love the game um and so i would hope that they would but like i I wonder if they would have a deeper appreciation knowing more about like the history i'm gonna say no you don't think so i i don't think it matters okay because one one answer i got you it's gonna be real simple Mm -hmm. ready Mm -hmm. minecraft that's true yeah that was that was huge with kids drop (laughs) <laughs> Boom. My, I mean, Minecraft. What is is like the kids' game still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so simple. The graphics are crap, mm-hmm. and you know that these kids have probably played like GTA and shit, mm-hmm. and they've played all these other, you know, pretty like nice graphics based games. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, Minecraft is like the perfect example that kids are just all over that mm-hmm. you know yeah i agree they don't really need to have an, uh, like i mean maybe i'm making an assumption but i don't think they would need to have like be able to experience older games just so that they could also like i i, mean, I can understand maybe they're conditioned mm-hmm. to like all these games with all these crazy graphics like call of duty and stuff but mm-hmm. i mean they're completely different yeah you know yeah i don't think it's i think you can compare them like a stardew valley to like a call of duty yeah you know yeah and i feel like the mechanics themselves are so like the reason that the games that are successful the reason why they become so successful is because they have good strong mechanics and as long as the game can rest on those i like people are gonna love them right like we the, the reason we love stardew valley is because it like a it's gorgeous but b it has strong mechanics that are addicting right like just yeah. like the day cycle alone where like you finish off the day and you're like oh i'll just do one more before bed and next thing you know it's 3 30 in the morning and you're like, oh, oh shit like maybe i should actually get mm-hmm. some sleep like that alone like i could see where even if you don't have any knowledge about the history of video games you would still uh, like like even on like an animalistic level like you like the feedback loop and the reward system um so no, yeah. I, I could see that i think it'll be interesting to see how schooling goes going forward not that there's any emphasis on video games but like um we have we have you, you something like the history of sports comes up in various areas, right? Like you hear about, oh, basketball with the whole, the peach crates or whatever that they, you know, nailed up to the board or whatever and stuff like that. So you get like, you get interesting little like insights on history of sports. I wonder if we're ever going to get that with video games as they become, I mean, they're already mainstream, but as like you do get esports growing even more than they have in the past um, and stuff like that, if we're ever going to see 
like more video games enter the curriculum, like history of video games, or if it's always going to be this like taboo thing where parents think it's a waste of time. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't I don't know if there's going to be like some sort of thing mm-hmm. about video video games. I I don't know. I think like, you know, video games have been big mm-hmm. for specific people for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and I guess it's a little less niche mm-hmm. now, but I feel like it's still niche in its own way like Everyone likes video games, but there's still a lot of people who only like I it's kind of difficult to to think about mm-hmm. like what it's going to be like, but I feel like it's still like oh, I you like video games and I obviously don't. Like there's still like a very big split and I'm not exactly sure. Like I feel like sports are still kind of a thing that mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of people still kind of talk about. I don't know. I, it's be interesting to, to as we record this on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the uh the uh the Cougars won? versus the uh, Patriots. Yes, yes. <laughs> every every year. Okay, that's what's going to the told Patriots me. gonna win. I mean <laughs> they've been struggling, man. Decades, decades that they can't seem to decades get of to get a World Cup thing. So Yeah, they're gonna get a lot of goals. <laughs> All the goals today. I can't make fun of sports anymore because now that I watch Overwatch League and put like bets on games and like Nerd. and jump around like a, a fanatic for- sports fan, I can't make fun of other people anymore, Skaggy. I have to be okay. sympathetic and nice. So, but I'm sure the Jaguars, I'm assuming, are playing. I'm sure they're going to get tons of the, the home runs. The Jaguars? Isn't that, is that a team? <laughs> The jagged wires. Jagged. Oh, I've been. Oh, the barbed wires. The barbed That's wires. They the bar- They're called the barbed wire fences. The Chicago barbed wire. <laughs> like... Oh man. <laughs> I'm telling you though. Uh, I personally am a fan of the team, the jail inmates. <laughs> yeah. They're they're my personal favorite team. Oh my god, we should make a movie like that. Where Adam Sandler could be in it. And it'll be about football. No, Nick Cage. We could call it the longest yard. Angels on the field. No, how about we make it angels in the infield? Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, angels in the outfield doesn't really have the same kind of angels on the infield. That sounds good. Have you ever seen the movie Rudy? Why did that rhyme so well? And no. You, wait, you really haven't? I've never seen the movie Rudy. What is that? Oh my god, Skanky. Is it a sports movie? It is, and I don't like sports, but there's something about this movie that like makes you want to cry. You need to watch Rudy. Rudy. R-U-D-Y. Rudy. Okay, I will uh I will watch it. Oh my gosh. As soon as you watch La La Land. And Moonlight. And Moonlight. <laughs> Next weekend. That was going to be my plan this weekend, but my weekend kind of got away from me on this one. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, watch Rudy. It's so good. All right. I'll add it to my list. I'll watch it's it. It's really good. Rudy. It's really, really good. You guys, if my you, favorite um, if, sports movie is The Mighty Ducks. Oh, that movie is amazing. That movie is amazing. And The Mighty Ducks, too. Would you consider Heavyweights a sports movie? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> it seems absurd to say that you think about it. And you're that's, like, like, that's like, hey, is Dodgeball a sports movie? Yes. I think it even says it in its title. 
a movie about Does sports. It? Uh, no, maybe it's a tale about underdogs. Dodgeball movie. Dodgeball is true underdog story. A true underdog story. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. a good. Movie. It's weird that I kind of like knew what the name was, but not really. Grab life by the balls. Grab. <laughs> That's the poster. On ESPN 8, the Ocho. The Ocho, which, like, we're quickly approaching that's no longer a joke to have it. Like, I, I, yeah. like, I, think, I think ESPN is going to release the Ocho and be like, it's, it's, it's far enough along. Let's see how it turns out for him, Cotton. <laughs> that movie's so good. That's so good. 13 years after being lampooned in the film's with ESPN8, the Ocho, a network showing obscure sports, ESPN announced it would rebrand its sister channel, ESPNU, to the Ocho name for one day on August 8th, 2017. <laughs> so this did happen last year. <laughs> they, That's kind of funny. They did like name that. ESPNU the Ocho for one day. That's awesome. That is awesome. I'm surprised they did it last year. They didn't wait till 2018 to have the 8818. And it's called oh, the Ocho. Whoa. Right? They jump the gun. Clearly, whoever call, they need to hire you. They do. They do. So, ESPN needs to hire him. Cole. I read more ESPN these days than I've ever read in my entire life. Um, because like I, Tuesdays they post the power rankings for last week's uh, Overwatch League games, and I'm like just chomping at the bit to get that. Like I posted a Discord. I'm like, you got power rankings are out. See the teams are doing. It's right. NYXL. Wow, that's so weird. It is very weird. My life is it's. It's almost like a, I don't know. It's 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 almost a, it's a shell of what it used to be. Oh my god! It's it's a very strange. You might have a problem. I think I do. I think I do. I really do. I, Maybe we should like see someone about that for you. For you, I do every week. I talk to Skinky about it. Oh, that that's good. He's a pretty good person to talk to about it. Exactly about my video game addictions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it'll be great. It'll be great. One of these days, I think I want to fly out to LA to watch uh watch an Overwatch League game live. I think it'd be cool. Fun. I'm obviously not helping. <laughs> uh, obviously not. If right after that you say, I think I'm gonna go take a flight to LA to watch an Overwatch game that I could watch online. God, but we gotta see it in person. You gotta experience you gotta, it. I get it. Yeah, I get you it. I go to the to the Blizzard Arena and just like take it all in, soak it up. It would be fun. It'd be fun. Exactly. See, Skanky's coming too. I, I mean, I am. Yeah, uh, he loves. When, when are you going? I, I haven't figured that out yet. Okay. I'll, um, I'll out. How long is this league? Uh the championship matches I think are at the end of June, beginning of July. That far? Yeah. I didn't know it was going on forever. Holy <laughs> forever. crap. Forever. Dude, that is so long. How long are sports seasons usually? I I don't have no idea. <laughs> like, I feel like baseball, <laughs> baseball, if I remember correctly, because I, I live in Chicago, so I hear about this, the Bears or something, the baseball Cubs. I hear about the Cubs, like, nonstop. <laughs> the Bears! hear about the cubs non-stop and so i'm pretty sure just from anecdotally hearing about it that a typical baseball season is 14 months long okay i guess that makes sense yeah it's just it's the never ending they just keep going never ending it's just there's always baseball going on just like this podcast with would be without <gasps> our shenantics streamer shout out oh, m cole yes 
Yes. Who is the victim this week? Um, the victim. <laughs> this is going. Why does nobody want to be the shenanigans streamer shout out anymore? Oh yeah, that's why. Um, this week's <laughs> this week's recommendation actually came from Socks, which was awesome. Um, Socks recommended a streamer to me that I went to go check out, and he is super super cool. Um, his name is Gord McLeod. G O R D M C L E O D. Twitch.tv slash G O R D M C L E O D. You can find uh all the links in the show notes um very very cool streamer that actually does two things which i kind of i kind of like um i mean recently he's been playing subnautica like you know pretty much everybody uh has been playing some fallout 4 um civ 6 so good good variety of games um likes to play story-based games um like mass effect and dragon age um but He's also uh, an author and he likes to write. And so during like the month of November, there's the NaNoWriMo um, going on National Novel Writing Month. And so he streams creative writing during the month of November, at least. I think he might do some of it outside of them. But uh, just uh, a very cool streamer, very chill community of people um, and a great, uh, great guy to check out. He doesn't have a schedule posted on his page, um, but if you go follow him on Twitch and or follow him on Twitter, um, you'll be sure to be notified whenever he goes live so absolutely do go check him out twitch.tv slash gord mcleod do it you won't you won't you won't do you it. won't do it you won't do it if you head on over there you won't go follow his channel and watch his next stream you won't do it you if you uh if you guys do go check him out let him know that shenantics sent you you won't do it you won't do it skanky skanky's uh Sometimes it's backfires because I I didn't do creative cooking or not creative cooking. I didn't do cooking streams because Skanky told me I wouldn't do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You said I would do it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, just saying, Skanky. <laughs> Sometimes it backfires. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I think that was just you accepting that you wouldn't actually do it, not me actually telling you to not do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, you you might have a point. Don't play with my heart like that. <laughs> Don't go breaking my I'm gonna make heart. this. I'm gonna make this guy feel bad for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Skanky. Yeah. Do you have food finished this week? No, but I heard that you do. Oh, did a birdie tell you? Uh, yeah. Uh, some uh, little uh, guy sent me a letter about it. Really? Yeah. Do we have in email? The mail. We'll have to check email after stream. Um, anyways, though, I do. I do. This was a big weekend for me for food wise. I went to a lot of really great restaurants and bars this weekend, which was really, really cool. Um, but okay. I had a life changing moment uh, yesterday on Saturday. And wow. Uh, I went out to this thing. I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't know if you have it in New York. I'm hoping you do. Um, I went okay. out to this thing called brunch. Do you know what this is? <laughs> it's I've never heard about it before. Please explain. It's amazing i went to brunch with my friends uh claire ellen and rebecca um and other people <laughs> and called out called out <laughs> shouted out um no but i went to brunch with them and we went to the place was terrible it was awful the brunch itself was not very good but the idea behind brunch and what it can be for me is amazing it's basically breakfast food that you are allowed to have drinks at like that is acceptable to drink alcohol with and that is like my two favorite things in the entire world breakfast food and alcohol and i was like always as like i can't be a brunch person because i don't as you all know i do not wake up before like 11 30 on the weekends and so I, I never can get brunch and then they're like no no you don't understand brunch ends at like two and i was like what 
it. Mind blown. Mind blown. I want to be a brunch person now. So I think I think I think from now on I'm going to be a brunch person on Saturdays. Uh, other than this coming Saturday where we might play games together. But outside of that, I think uh, I think I need to. <laughs> it's brunch time. It's brunch time. Oh my gosh! I could turn that into a stream thing, right? Like like Saturday brunches with M Cole, and we bring our like eggs and steak and beer and mimosas, and we uh, we hang out. Good call. That sounds fun. I like it. I'm, I'm excited. But yeah, so uh, how do you feel about brunch skanking? Have you ever heard of this thing before? Oh, man, I've never heard of this thing called brunch before. It must be a niche thing. Only in the Chicagoland area. Very, very <laughs> niche thing in Chicago. Um, I love brunch. Yes. I think it's amazing. I just love breakfast food in general. Right? Uh, mimosas are bomb. Right. Oh, so good. I've never had a Bloody Mary though, but I feel really? like I would like it because tomato juice is kind of weird to me. Do you? I don't like Bloody Marys, but because I don't like tomato juice. But I will say this: like, it's kind of in my because, like, I always say like I don't like tomatoes, right? And uh, people are like, oh, so you don't like pasta sauce? I'm like, really, dude? Like, pasta sauce has more than just. Wait, so you tomatoes. don't like tomato? You don't like pasta sauce? No, I love pasta sauce. <laughs> I love ketchup. All this stuff has so many other seasonings and stuff with it, which is like with the Bloody Mary, um, it's not just the tomato juice. They have so many other things that add flavors into it. Um, so like even if you don't like tomatoes or tomato juice, um, you might really like a Bloody Mary because it has all like depending on the way they make it, has so many other things into it. Especially if you like salty, savory type flavors because i feel like the typical things that go into a bloody mary are a lot of that like you have like the worcestershire sauce you have like sausages and hamburgers just shoved in there and stuff um so it's a uh, i feel like i feel like people should try out give the bloody marys a chance okay i okay i i okay i will try yeah you should you won't i do like brunches okay fine i won't <laughs> your brunch is what <laughs> i like brunch a lot i think i have good food during brunch yeah we could we could be brunch it's, people, I think. We could be brunch buddies. Oh yes, BB baby, BB baby, BB babies, BB brunch buddy babies, brunch buddy. <gasps> we could bring our kids that we're gonna raise on video games. Yes, <laughs> and my my kid will be able to like curse the shit out at your kid. And my kid will be because like, I <laughs> I'm still a Super Dad. Mario sixty four. <laughs> right. My dad won't let me play my kid those will be games. Like, Bitch, play COD Four with me. And my kid will be like, "What are you even talking about, big? It's on, it's on the Xbox One." They'd be like, "That console never has even come out yet." I'd be like, "You good kid?" That console hasn't even come out. Like, yes, we're only That's on N sixty four at this time. <laughs> like, so, but now it'd be great. But yeah, no, I, I love brunch. It's uh, it's completely opened my eyes to a whole new world. It's like a whole new world. But fantastic for you. I feel like you're like not even. You're just going. You're just making. So what's going on? He's going to mute his track to see what it sounds like. I am. I am going to do that. The other side. I can't wait. I'm gonna mute it and make that the intro. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. oh. No, I wouldn't do that. To oh, you. we already have. We have so much other good content, Skanky. I know so, so much good content, but, and we will have many weeks more. You guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, staying at home, chore day, whatever the heck you do on Mondays. We are there to have fun with you. Uh, you can find the podcast wherever you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, and at our website at Shenantics.rocks. I think 
think this is the fifth week in the row I'm saying this, but I think the Google Play problem has been fixed. So fingers crossed. <laughs> if it does not show up this week on Google Play, Shenantix.rocks is the place you can always find it. Or maybe just download a different podcast client at this point. Um, but uh if you have any questions for us, you can always send us an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com or a tweet at twitter.com slash shenanticspod. If you want to join the, doc, the conversation, head over to our website at shenantics.rocks slash about, and there's an invite link to the Discord server. Tons of cool shenantics fanatics are hanging out there every week discussing the latest episodes and what me and Skinky have gotten wrong. Like, uh, apparently we called Bambi a princess when he's the prince of the forest, uh, is what as I what I hear, but... um. He's, I think Bambi might be my favorite Disney princess at this point. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and I'm Cole. Where can they find you? They can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L and the underscore symbol, and same thing on Twitter, twitter.com slash mcole underscore. It has been fantastic talking to you this week, Skanky. Same here, but I'll talk to you next week. See you later for brunch. Bye-bye. Bye.